Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. 13 hosts, a new panel every week. It's time to talk today's hottest issues and trending topics on The Social Dozen. And now, here are this week's hosts. Welcome to session 12 of The Social Dozen, where I'm your lead host this week, Sean Freeman from Greensboro, North Carolina, and I'm joined by some awesome other co-hosts this week that have their own other shows somewhere else. So uh, so, so let me introduce these guys, and from uh, the awesome Horrible Gamers, Mr. Iams himself, which is guesting in tonight, saving in for Mr. Yogi. Welcome, uh, welcome aboard, man, for uh, this week's Social Dozen. Thanks for filling in for Mr. Yogi. Yo, 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 Freeman! Yeah, up, yeah, man? yeah! Good, good, yeah! man. How are you? Good, man. This, is, uh, this was a random thing, last minute, but I'm totally excited to, to podcast with you because I haven't done it since the beginning, the very first episode. Was that February? Yeah, February. You know, that was the last episode that I was on. I forgot my, my second show, so, so really this is my second show. It should have been my third but uh, but, but oh my for, god! Oh my god! Thanks for hanging out last minute. And another person that's filling in for Yogi this week. We got Brink also from the Horrible Gamers. Man, how are you doing, Brink? Hey, what's going on? I'm doing pretty good. good how good. are you doing? Good, good. And you, know, I am just from California. Brink, you're from Wyoming, man. Do, do you have horses? I don't have horses yet, but someday I should probably get some. Yeah, yeah, that's good. <laughs> so, uh, so thanks, man, for both of you guys for filling in for Yogi and my original awesome co-host this week. That uh, you know, we've hung out, we've had pints together, and you know what? He's just a blessing. Him and his whole family as they come to my house last summer. It's Mister uh, Caldwell himself from the XD Experience, dude. How you doing, Caldwell? What is up? I'm doing good, man. It's good to be podcast. Good to be doing a social dozen and having some surprise guests is always fun too. I mean, I have yet to podcast with Yogi, and one day I guess it'll happen. But this works. Not tonight. Not tonight. So Yogi, <laughs> Yogi uh, you know, he he had uh, some stuff that came up, and he was not able to make it tonight. So maybe he'll hop on board on an episode coming up. And I know Michelle Onslaught gave uh, him too. But uh, but you know, if you're new to the social, doesn't go back. You know what it is? Is we're 13 hosts that, that mix it up each month. And each week, you get uh, you get three of our hosts. And in one of those weeks, you get four hosts because there is a Baker's Dozen there for the for, for the Social Dozen. But, uh, you know, we talk current events and stuff like that. Uh, you know, and, and really, it's kind of a wing it show. But I want to start this week's episode off. I want to read something to you guys. And I want to debate something. Something that's been in the news a lot lately. So, let's debate. Let's debate this. And this is from... My good friend, locally, Heather Marion, and she made this post today. It said... I read this. You reposted this, right? Yeah, I reposted this. It said, you had me today, Internet. I don't often get mad at things on the Internet anymore, but today, I let it get to me. Reading post after post of ignorance saying it's okay to attack a mother for a split second and her inactiveness for a split second, she cannot give all four I hear of her children her attention and people scream negligence. That mother was me, except it wasn't at a zoo 
or a gorilla, but it was on a busy sidewalk, and it was a game of uh, You Can't Catch Me. Uh, it was in the toy aisle at Target or the bathroom at a restaurant. You know the moment. The moment your child's slippery hands flies out of... Hold on. Uh, I lost my place. Uh... Slippery hands. Slippery hands, yeah. Slippery something. <laughs> uh, the moment your child's slippery tiny hand flies out of yours with the force of a rocket and, they're ta- and they take off running. Hell hath no fury like a toddler who wants something. <laughs> Has uh, his mother said he can't have. Uh, like a swim with a gorilla, mothers are vilified, yet fathers are saints because they can't put a little girl's hair in a ponytail. We are expected to be perfect, attend uh, it to everyone all at once, or we are called irresponsible for having more children than we can handle. So, Internet, my hope in humanity dies a little more with each post. Sorry for that. I lost my place because I, I kind of blew up and you know, sucked down to the bottom to all the comments and stuff. But her comment was about the whole gorilla thing. You know, the gorilla up in Cincinnati, the toddler, the four-year-old toddler, you know, hopped the fence, got down there with the gorilla. They ended up shooting the gorilla. But I've heard time after time after time on morning radio, on evening radio, on the news, people talking about that this is such a bad parent, such a bad parent, such a bad parent. Caldwell, you have kids. It's never been in a gorilla thing. But has this happened to you? Look, when you're – what I noticed too, a lot of these people that are saying negligence on the parents aren't parents themselves. Not all of them, but a lot of them because I've looked. Now, here's the thing. Sean, you have kids. Yeah. Every you, – you go out and sometimes you turn your head and the kid's not there because he's chasing somebody or he's wanting to go throw something in the trash or get a drink out of the water fountain. I've I've turned around and my kid has been not by me in Disney World once, and then I lost my son once at a pool. Look up and I can't find find him. It happens. It's it happens. There's nothing wrong with it. It's not neg negligence on your part. You can't have seventeen diff different eyes. Now here's my thing about this too. Right. Everybody wants everybody wants to talk about that kid. Get, you know that the mom and dad should have been paying attention to this child because the child got you know into the enclosure. Well, if that child can get into the enclosure, what makes that gorilla not be able to get out of that in- enclosure? And therein lies the problem: the fact that nobody should be able to get in the enclosure, or the gorilla should never even have a chance to get out. But being that the child was able to get in. Why couldn't that gorilla got out? And the gorilla was on loan, and they didn't even have the right equipment to house the gorilla. That's the problem to yeah. me. That's the way I see that. Yeah, and, and you know, our local zoo, the Asheville Zoo in North Carolina, is actually rated one of the best zoos in the United States now. You know, a lot of people have been to San Diego, been to the one up in Columbus. But, you know, they, they claim that the, the North Carolina Zoo is, like, fantastic, you know, for, for the exhibits that we have and stuff. But i got to say, you know, our gorilla enclosure is literally 25 feet high, and you can only see the gorillas through glass, and the chimpanzees are the same way. But you stroll up to the lion's den – it's a waist high rail you go to where the grizzly bears are it's a waist high rail things happen you know i, I don't think it, it was did, bad did. parenting but you know i'm not saying that they're good parents i'm just saying that look pe- parents do you know turn around and their kids aren't, aren't there sometimes that that happens this is different though i'm pretty sure I, I may be wrong but i'm pretty sure one of the parents actually picked the child up and put their feet up on the handrails I've never and, heard her. In which case, they're that's, just being stupid. Yeah, that's stupid. But there's I, a big I, difference I, I, between I, that and your kid slipping out of your hands at Walmart. You know, 
when they're running off. Yeah, that's true. What, but one thing so it, it comes down to common sense. One thing that I think that they should change in zoos, and our zoo is guilty for this, is when you go to the lion's den. Yeah, it's a waist high rail for me, but it's a concrete wall below the rail. So if you are the little kid, you can't see Jack. Yeah, you know, I, just pick them I, up and hold them then. You know, don't put their feet up on the railing and then, you know, and if you do, you better hold on to them because they obviously weren't. And then the kid fell over down into the enclosure. I totally agree with that. But I also think these zoos need to take better precautions on things like this. There should be no way for a parent to hold their child up to be able to dangle into a goddamn enclosure. I just find that mind-blowing to me. Yeah, I mean... That's crazy. And it's not stupid proof. It's just... It's, it's shit happens. Shit happens proof. Something. There should be something there to stop it. A, like I said, people from falling in, because this has happened before. Sean uh, Imes, I saw you post some earlier today that happened last year. And I love how people are throwing all this stuff out of the work from all these zoo events that happened. Like, the boy fell into the cheetah thing. That was last year. And it's like, come on, everybody, calm down with this shit. Seriously? Seriously. But that, that was definitely their problem on that one, because he was holding yes. him up over the, over the thing and dropped him in there in an accident. And they are getting charged with uh, child abuse. or not Well, child maybe abuse, that's what I saw then. That's probably but, what you saw. Yeah, because yeah, I haven't heard anything about the gorilla thing being that, but I, I could be wrong. You so know. supposedly the parent just sort of lost their kid and then looked down, and there they are in the giant gorilla enclosure. Yeah. But you know that's kind of the gist that I get out of it, <laughs> and, and you hear a lot of rage on there about you know you know I made a post earlier or you made a post Caldwell and I shared that post about you know this week everybody is parenting experts they're tranquilizer dart experts they're zoo experts yeah. and they're definitely gorilla experts. Yeah, <laughs> I mean it seriously that's the way it seems like because look they've had. I doubt that the zoo would have shot the gorilla just to shoot the fucking gorilla. Like, I, I just, I doubt that. Like, but if you trank the gorilla, apparently they tend to get mad from what I've read. They get angry as they're coming down. And when you try and take down a 400 pound beast, he's going to get pissed off. Then it could fall on top of the kid and drown the kid oh, because yeah. they're in water. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then Goodness. you also risk the life of the gorilla drowning as well. They thought about a net, but the problem with the net is if you miss, and that gorilla was showing all the signs of protecting its group, not this. It was putting this kid on display from what, you know, I like I saw some else post uh, one of these zoo pee people. I don't know. Um, I don't know. Discovery Channel or whatever posted that. That's what gorillas do when they get defensive. They pose whatever they're going to hurt for display. And then, you know, they kind of like say, hey, leave me alone or I'm going to hurt this now it might not know what this is but that's kind of the science that it was doing it was showing all those signs so basically look yes it's an endangered species and it's tragic all around but at the end of the day i feel like the right thing was done i guess in a weird way you know like in the the heat of the moment i mean it's not Yes, maybe you could have just thrown a donut in there. (laughs) Well, they tried to bring other gorillas in, like, and get him away from the child, but it wouldn't do it. And in fact, that's when it drugged the kid through the water and then put him, like, up in front of everybody saying, stop, basically. And that's, I guess, when they realize that, look, this isn't going to work the way we want it to. And the only way we can make this happen is to do what they did and yeah. look i, I if, if, it, if it was my kid i'd be screaming from the sidelines shoot that damn gorilla now so yeah, shoot it yeah. i'm sorry i'm sorry like what? call me a, a animal hater i don't know i don't care what? but if that was my kid 
I'm sorry. Yeah, well, you know, they, they had the local, the, the, the zoo that I was talking about, which, you know, they, we have 10 or 15 silverback gorillas in uh, the Asheboro Zoo. Uh, you know, they had a guy on there on, on the local morning radio show, the two guys named Chris show, and they were like, you know, did they do the right thing? And, and the guy from, from the zoo said, you know, I love animals, you know, I'm vegan, you know, I care all about animals, but they've done the right thing. He said these beasts, which, 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 which you know, he was a massive gorilla. And, and I am, you posted a video earlier of where they put a mirror. Yeah, uh, that was funny as hell. They put a mirror in a jungle and a gorilla come up. And you can see he's all muscle. But the guy said today, if you could get a gorilla to lay on his back and bench press, they could easily lift 10,000 pounds. Yeah. 10,000 pounds. It says that a lot of times for jokes in the zoo, they'll throw coconuts in there to them. And, and for us to open a coconut, you got to have a hatchet. A nail, a hammer. It's impossible right. to get into a coconut, but they have the strength to crush coconuts with the palm of their hand. Yep. That's, it's scary. That's what it's we're scary. talking about. So, so you know, you know, all it takes for him to kill that kid was less than a fraction of a second. That's yeah. all it would take. Yeah. So, I agree. You know, I don't, I don't get the argument here. Are they saying because the, these were bad parents that they shouldn't have killed the gorilla, that they should have just let the kid die because these parents were being bad? Like It, yeah, it, it, it boils down to, to yeah. which life is more important, this, exactly. this young child or this gorilla? And I would say the young child because it's, yeah. it's a human life, not a, not an animal. Well, and here's the thing. Regardless of how shitty the parents are if it, or if it's neg- negligence on the parents, why should that kid suffer? Exactly. He didn't choose that. I mean, if his parents were well, I think we, the dangling thing was fake. But it it or in the other story, but it doesn't matter. Like that kid is is a child, and he doesn't yeah. know what's going on. Hell, could you imagine like, how traumatized he's going to be now for a long time or for the rest of his life? Right. But, but you know, or he'd be the coolest kid at school. He's like, look, or, I yeah, drug yeah. Through the water like that gorilla. <laughs> I think that gorilla was like. <laughs> I had that gorilla taken out. Like, yeah. nah. But Caldwell, you as a parent, th- th- this this is what's made me think today about about how these are just ordinary parents. People that were they were there said the the kid over and over and over was like, "Mommy, I want to get in the water. Mommy, I want to get in the water. Mommy, I want to get in the water." Over and over and over. And how many times, Caldwell, have you told all your kids, "Don't get on the swing. Don't get on that. Don't get on that." You turn your head, boom, they're there. It just yep. wasn't a gorilla, like- but we're guilty of it. Yeah, so, quit monkeying around. Stop, stop jumping on that. And next thing you know, you turn around and they got a busted knee or whatever. It it happens. Yeah, it happens. But, and you Man, know, the, the yeah. guy for, the guy from the zoo today was talking about it, and, he, and he's like, you know, I don't I don't want to point fingers and I don't want to say blame or whatever. But how I many of these kids just saw the Jungle Book and just don't know the danger of these animals? I saw the Jungle I mean, Book. I mean, you know, and I was like, why? You know, it makes you want to walk up and rub a tiger if you could, or or, or this or that or you know the, the big grizzly bear. You know, so. Yeah, I think sometimes it's, maybe kids are just brainwashed, not knowing the danger. I mean, it's a four-year-old kid. They get watered down, and they don't understand, you know, the severity of the situation, you know. Mm. That's kind of the way. I, you know, like I said, though, I don't blame the zoo for shooting this gorilla at all. I, I don't. So, so let's Here talk- is some here, wait, here's some here's some examples of some bad parenting that I see every time I go to Walmart or the grocery <laughs> store. Y'all, Almost every time. You guys have Walmarts in California, man? Oh, dude, we got like eight. I got eight <laughs> of them within like 20 minutes, dude. They're everywhere. Um, but like when you go into the parking lot, there's the big group, like a, a, a big family, and they got like two or three little kids, and they're running like 50 feet in front of them in the parking lot where yeah, I don't we're like, that. you can, like, 
even when you're backing out and you see a human size, I mean, an adult size human, you know, six feet, five feet tall, you could barely see them. But little kids just, they let their kids like run like 50 feet in front of them in the parking lot screaming. Like, you know what I mean? How easy, how easy it is to back over a child like that? Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't let my kids do that. Hell, I mean, up until recently, I always made sure every time they were in a parking lot, everybody hold hands, so they yeah. couldn't do that. But now, now they're all getting to an age where, like, Tad, I'm not holding your fucking hand. Yeah, yeah. But, but all right, all right. Any, you know, do, do all you guys have siblings or, like, you only only children or what? I have one brother. All right, you have one brother. Is, is he near your age, Iams? He's three years younger. Three okay, three years younger. Well, that works. And Bowden, dude, do you have any brothers or sisters? Yeah, I got uh, two sisters actually, one older, one younger. Like, like okay, I, well, I have a sister that's three years older than me, Caldwell. I know, you, but you have your sister. Uh, mm-hmm. But how many times when you were kids did you go in in Zares or you went in Kmart and you're like, Mom, I'm gonna be in the toy aisle, and you push your sister out of the way and you take off running to see who get there the fastest. <laughs> Because you know your mom's over shopping every time, every time, well, every time, every time. Yeah, you know, a couple weeks ago we were in Walmart, and uh, my boys was like, "Yeah, Dad, we want to go to electronics," and that was my magic word when I was a kid. Mom, I'll be in electronics. Mom, I'll be in electronics. Yep. Yeah, because they had the tapes and stuff. And I was like, "Fuck it, man. You know what? All right, I know where you're at. You're in electronics." So Freeman mommy found me. She's like, "Where are they at?" I'm like, "Well, they're in electronics. They're boys. They got wieners. They like stuff like that." <laughs> and she was like, I cannot believe, you know, Ash is 13, Lyndon is 9. Whenever I was 7 or 8, you know, I'd be going to electronics by myself or the toys. Or, you oh, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's Sears. So, so, you know, no, they're fine. I, I, I 13 and 9, they're fine. Yeah, I let my guard up. I was like, you know what, don't go get them, they're fine, they're in electronics. And, you know, and we didn't bicker about it, but, you know, we debated about it. But, you know, whenever I was sure. a kid... I know you done it, Caldwell. You'd be like, Mom, oh, you know, yeah. we're, 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 we'll be in toys. And you push your sister out of the way and see who can make it there the yeah, fastest. All the time. All, all the, the time. time. And then I had, a bro- I had a younger brother. Well, do have a younger brother. And there was times I would, like, literally, like, throw him to the ground because I was getting there and I was going to see if there was anything there that I wanted first. You yeah. know, like, you do that shit. That's what you do. It's magic times. You know what? I think my kids deserve those magic times. Even though there's bad people in the world. Yeah, you know, they know the golden rule. Scream, man. Somebody comes up to you. But, yep. you know what? Society's bad, but there's some little gems that I had when I was a kid. It may be bad parenting now, but you know what? Go to electronics, man. I'm going to shop. I don't think it's bad parenting, dude. It's just living. I mean, if we can't live our lives, then what the hell's the point? I mean, like, you could be scared to death that your kids are going to get abducted. You can be scared to death that your kids are going to fall in a gorilla cage. But at the end of the day, like, if you're not living, you ain't, you know, if you're not having fun and enjoying yourself, you ain't living. So, I. Well, I got, I, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah I, I lost my daughter once, you know. We were at some Halloween festival. She was probably, I don't know, five years old. Went to slide down one of those giant blow-up slides, and there was a crowd of people. We were w- waiting for her to come down. We never saw her come down, and we just had no idea where she went. Right. Kind we were running around frantically looking for this place. Finally, about an hour later, we find her, and she had, she had ran up and slid down and then run off into the crowd and went in line for another ride. Yeah, so. when I lost when I lost quote unquote lost my son, he was on. We were at a pool, one of those big water parks, and he was like he was on the top of the slide, and I saw him go down the slide, Slides. but I never seen him. I never seen exactly. him land into the pool. Exactly. So then we, we then we go up to the uh, lifeguard, and she's like, 
well, what does he look like? I'm like, this is like year, like ten years, seven, eight year, years ago. I was like, well, he's got Steve, he's got Lightning McQueen uh, shorts on. He's about this tall, and he's got brown hair. And they were like, like every other kid in this damn place. And I was like, pretty much. And then you just had to wait, you know. And yeah. it happens. It, it scary. happens. It is it's scary. But, 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 you know, but you know, like I said, we all, we we all we're only it. human, man. We're only human. It, it's just. I, I don't. I don't think the gorilla thing was bad parenting, man. It, it, it just happens. It's just a fucked up situation all around. Yeah, yeah. And there's, no, you know, I, you know, it is what it is. So I am Let me not judge, lest ye be judged. Yeah. So I am. You, yeah. You're the Californian in the group, man. The Mr. Treehugger, yep, man. That's me. Yep, that's me. Not far from uh, San, the San Francisco area. So, how, how do you feel about it, man? Should they have shot the gorilla, tranquilize it, or what? You know, all the professionals say the right thing was done. I think the right thing was done, but it's like you, you always think, could there have been an easier way? But like you say, it's you're in the heat of the moment. There's this humongous gorilla that with uh, with the weight of it falling on a child, it's dead. He accidentally presses on the child's head the wrong way, it's dead. If he pulls the kid's arm the wrong way, his arm could rip right out of its socket. You know, there's there's so many ways to look at this. I'm just happy. Like we all we we all haven't focused on the on the on the positive point is the kid is out alive. That's the thing. Nobody's saying that. That's crazy. Yeah. Did yes. You, what was it last week? Did you hear about the guy that jumped in the lion enclosure? No. Yeah, he uh, was trying to commit suicide. He was trying right? to commit suicide, and they shot all the lions. <laughs> and now he's like uh, fighting for his life. But uh, that was oh his suicide God. mission. He hopped in the lions den. No, oh, yeah. And they were tearing his ass up, and they sh- they they shot all the lions. If like you're last week. Suicide. That's not the way to do it. No, he was trying to do the Daniel in the Lion's Den thing from the Bible. Like, Jesus. that's how he wanted to go out. And so, wow. But, I mean, you know how it is. What, what, what if? What if? What if I did this? Have you ever just thought that? Like, you're sitting with an uncle or something. You're like, what if I just smacked him? <laughs> yeah, I, you know, and, and that was the bad. You know, I just went on a cruise, and that was the bad part because you know we, we had our own balcony, and it's fifteen thousand feet of water, and you're like, they say that they got infrared lights on, but. Yeah, I mean, you know, you know, it, you tempt yourself like, what if I just cannonballed off this thing? You know, and, and since I went on the cruise, a woman fell off a cruise ship, and the infrared cameras didn't pick her up and shut down the ship, and they never found her. So I'm glad I didn't cannonball off of that, uh, off of that cruise ship. But uh, yeah, wait, yeah, what? Somebody so cannonballed off the cruise ship? No, no, I'm, I'm just talking about temptation. You know, you know, oh, you know okay. like, like the guy committing suicide <laughs> in the lion's den. Fuck it, cannonball! <laughs> <laughs> <Belly> flop. <laughs> oh shit! You, you, ha- <laughs> you haven't ever tempted yourself on anything just to be like, oh, oh. Yeah, I mean, who hasn't? I mean, seriously, <clears throat> come on. No, you think you, about no. it. Every day, something goes through your head where you're like, <laughs> if if I if I do this. One thing's going to happen. If I do this, another thing's going to happen. You know, like you just you got you play that game. That's like you know rolling the dice. You just play that game, and we do that every. I mean, you do that when you get in a car. I mean, to be honest, you get in a car, you don't know what what's going to happen to you from now in ten minutes. You know, yeah. you could get killed and die. You could, I don't know, have a heart attack. You could flip your car. Somebody can hit you. I mean, you just don't know. You know, and, and, and this is the liberal way of thinking of things. When it comes to bad parents, and a lot of times I tell my wife, all right. You know, the gorilla thing, they claim bad parenting. This, they claim bad. You know, everything's bad parenting. But what is more dangerous when it comes to parenting than hopping in your car, 
driving 65 mile an hour, miles an hour, doing the speed limit on a two-lane road, passing another car coming at you at 65 miles an hour, 12 inches apart. That's pretty fucking dangerous, yeah, but, if you ask me. <laughs> so we, 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 we risk our kids' keeping, lives all the time. Yeah, we take trust in a stupid painted line. That's it. That's it. Yeah. I mean, you, you think like, you, get, you get on a two-lane road. Here comes a car at 65 miles an hour. You're going 65, 17 inches in between you. And, and, and you know what? You lose your kid in a store, and that's bad parenting. I think that's pretty fucking dangerous, man, driving on two-lane roads. <laughs> the liberal way of thinking about it. But if you think about it, it's pretty dangerous, man. Pretty dangerous. How old was this kid? Do we know? Four, I think Four. I heard, right? Yeah. Four. Have you seen the video? I have, yes. Yeah. It's scary when that gorilla starts dragging that kid. Oh yeah, it's it's ter- it's terrifying. Yeah, I mean, but, seriously. Well, the first couple of days there was there was that one video out to where it just lo- it, yeah to where it looked like the the gorilla was protecting the kid. Yeah, and then the and H- then, yeah the HD one come out to where it showed them dragging and kind of showing aggression and like you guys were saying you know it's like they protect you know, you know it's like he's got he's got a prize saying you I'm gonna fuck this up man I'm gonna fuck it up <laughs> you know it, yeah. it was almost like his. Uh, let me out of here. Yeah, well, it was I'm almost like, like yeah, like his prize, you know, like like get away or, or I'm gonna destroy it. I'm gonna destroy it either way, but you know, this this is mine. You know, like, like he got a Christmas gift, a four year old boy. Mm-hmm. All I you, know is if yeah. my kid falls into a gorilla enclosure, I'm pulling a gun out and I'm blasting him. So, so so did they shoot the gorilla behind the wall? Because I haven't seen any videos. I don't know about that. I have yet to hear how, where, or how they did it, but I, I assume they did it in front of the kid because the kid was never separated from the gorilla. So, but there's been no video of that, so I really don't know. I mean, they might have cleared out the people before they did it. Yeah, well, you know that one video. It looks like the gorilla stands the kid up and fixes his pants. <laughs> like, yeah, he's like doing the wedgie and shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's like sitting there pulling on. The kid is like grabbing like pulling on his arm hair and stuff like the kid has no idea the gravity of the situation he's just like "Ooh, look at this big playful teddy bear yeah yeah i've and, seen it in uh and, the, and one uh, last jungle book. yeah one last note on it yeah the guy from the zoo today said that uh the the biggest fear of the situation was the people watching screaming said if you're ever in a situation like this calmness is key so if the people wouldn't and that's screaming, another thing Every, everybody's screaming and yelling down at this enclosure. This gorilla don't know what the hell's going on. I mean, that was another fact factor in the, into it. When I thought about it, I was like, well, you got all these people gathering around this thing, screaming and yelling. This gorilla is confused. He doesn't know what's going on. Yeah, screaming at it, not a good idea. No. Wasn't no tough My motherfucker. Kid down, motherfucker. no yeah. t- tough motherfuckers <laughs> jumping that cage, did they? <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. Everybody wants to talk about how the gorilla shouldn't have been shot, but yeah, I didn't see no motherfuckers jumping inside that cage to get that kid out. All right, all right. Yeah, or, or helping in any other way. Yeah. No, nine, zero. Well, let me ask you, Caldwell. You're at the zoo. This happens. You got on an XD Experience t-shirt. Do you hop in the cage? Oh, yeah? No. I don't, I don't. XD! Look, man, I carry a gun everywhere I go. I'm shooting a gorilla myself. Hell, I got a gun right here right now. Amen. I mean, I, I, there's guns all over the place. Hey, check this out. A guy at my work just got a gun, right? About a Glock 40. Nice. Went out shooting it. Was sitting at his grandpa's house. Had his right leg down, had his left leg up, you know, propped oh, up, God. sitting like a man, admiring his gun laid on his ankle. Oh, God. Went in I the know chamber. loaded, and there was a bullet in the chamber. Bullet in the chamber. He's about to lose his leg, man. Coworker. 
And, uh, he's, and he's the guy that, that's been on Knuckleball and ZombieCast, the guy that was in the military that shot the three guys in the face. Yeah. Uh, that's having the post-traumatic, you know, so he bought this Glock, man, and shot it within one day. Shot his leg. Boom. Airlifted. And uh, he's, he's about to lose his leg because it got infected. Jesus uh, Christ. Prayers for that dude out there for uh, Jonathan Daniel. All those guys just heard him on ZombieCast and Knuckleball. <laughs> It's crazy, that's man. <laughs> that's rough. That's rough. <laughs> we, you know, if you're, you're going to be handling like that, don't keep around chambered. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah, seriously. I, I've been shot in the back uh, by my dad, actually. <laughs> um, not on pur- purpose. Should have listened. We were, uh, it's just got uh, yeah. dark. <laughs> yeah, I, I should have listened. They told me to eat that food, you know. Now, we were hunting, we were hunting and uh, uh, a bunch of um, fat pheasants came up, and, you know, he just didn't realize what was going on. He shot me. Buckshot hit me in the back. Not a big deal. But once again, is that bad parenting? You eat your green beans now, don't you? Yeah, I eat my <laughs> green beans. <laughs> no, I mean, it, you know, shit happens, dude. It, it, it does. It happens. It does. It does seriously. So, uh... <laughs> yeah, you, you, you know that other dude who jumped in the lion's den? They tried to trank a, a lion, and they ended up tranking the dude. They shot him in the leg, so the dude passes out. No, the trank, yeah. At least they didn't do that with that kid when they shot the gorilla, you know? Yeah, that would Oh, my imagine God. That. Could you imagine if... I mean, and and then the guy who's responsible for, for shooting that gorilla, he can't miss. Because if he misses, oh, man, there's a world of hell coming. So, I mean, kudos for him. I guess one shot, one kill. I don't know. You know but yeah. if yes. he misses, there could be a bigger problem at, at bay. Yeah. Well, one question I want to ask you, then we'll move on to, uh, to another topic. Uh, Caldwell, <clears throat> you know, I've got a lot of friends that, that are police officers... And they tell me all the time, and, and we never do it in our house, but they're like, even on duty, pulling people, we never keep a bullet in the chamber. Do you or do you not? In, our house, feel- in our house, we never have a bullet in the chamber. Ever. Ever, ever, um, ever, ever. Do you want okay. to broadcast that live on the on the, the podcast? I mean, <laughs> so you got about. Two I honestly, there's I a clip, and there, there's, there's a clip, but, but it's, you know, it only takes a fraction of a second to cock it. Yes. Is but, that real? Um, yes, it is. Oh my you God. can see that were... thing? No, no. This is a gun. Actually, oh, I was. I was, like, I was God, damn. Is that a I was putting a re- <laughs> I was putting a recoil spring in it before um, before the show. That's why it's sitting here. But I do have a gun cabinet right here full of guns. But How okay, is that so magazine? it's a uh, it's a Tech Nine, so it's only like a fifteen round rounder. But um, I have a third thirty round banana for it. But I actually, it's, uh, yeah, okay. So. When I um when I conceal carry, yes, I do keep it round in the chamber. When I conceal, so it's on my side, it's it's hidden because I do have my uh, license. When I don't conceal carry, like if it's just in the house, no, I never keep a, a round in the chamber. I always keep it a, a magazine in there, but no round in in the chamber because that's right. too much can go wrong. Well, I got another guy that I worked with two years ago was going deer hunting, right? W- which you do, Caldwell. And, and, you know, he got his 12-gauge out. He put it in the seat of his car. He was putting on his hunting vest. Went, grabbed the barrel, pulled the gun. Trigger hit the seatbelt thing and shot his chest out and killed him instantly. I never keep a gun loaded until I start walking into the woods is when I actually load my shotgun. That's crazy, man. Imagine that, Iams. I mean, you know what I'm saying? He, you know, he pulled it by the barrel, hit the seatbelt, pow! Fucked up, man. Found him there. I yeah. keep around chambered at all times when I'm yeah. carrying. Yeah. Oh yeah. If, if I'm carrying, if I'm out and about, yes, it's it's chain chambered. But when I'm home, yeah, I'll take that round. Because I know, I know, 
in that split second I have, if I'm going to try and chamber around, it's going to be over by then. So yeah. yep. I, agree. I want to be able to handle it as quick as possible. What's your laws out, out, out there in Wyoming? Uh, we have constitutional carry. So you're allowed to open or conceal without a permit, right? You can conceal without a permit as long as you are legal. You would legally be allowed to get a permit yep. if you okay. chose to have one. Yeah. That's on the books here. Here we have to have a concealed carry or open carry is legal, but um, constitutional carry is on the books. I hear it just passed in like St. Louis and stuff, so I think it's going to pass here too. Yeah, I think a couple more states are picking it up, which is awesome. Yep, I agree. Yeah, but the thing about gun laws is you abide by them, the criminals don't. Nope. Laws are only good yeah. for uh, good people. Uh, yeah, people I, I, need to recognize that. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I put my wife through gun training. It was twenty five dollars here at Calibers Indoor Gun Range, and and they started off on a twenty two and worked her up to a forty four. Uh, you know, and they, it's like they would, they would, we ended up getting a forty H and K, but they would time her right. They like like they said, usually a woman will miss the first shot, so really the second shot. Is whenever you need to focus. So you know they would have the women, they would have the women shoot one bullet, and a lot of times you know, it would blow it back, boom. You know, it would blow it up. You know, and they would time how 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 accurate they could shoot the second shot. And the H and K was like zero. Did they really say usually a woman will miss the first shot? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They told me that they'd say because you, you, your adrenaline is going so much, so high. Said man, man or woman. A lot of times you have know, somebody. Oh, okay, okay. If it's an emergency situation, your adrenaline kicks in, and chances are you, you're going to miss. Because yeah. you, you know what a pistol. Oh, yeah, it's hard to maintain that control. It's what six, seven feet. The accuracy of a pistol. Uh, it's a little further than that, but um, they say most defense situations happen in 10 feet or less. But the length of a room. So look at your yeah. bedroom. You're never going to, if it, if you you have a, a uh, handgun for home defense, you're never going to need to fire more than a length of a room, which they say is 10 feet, roughly, you know, 10 to 12 feet, depending right. on your room. But when you train, you train at about 10 feet. So, yeah, yeah what you're saying, Sean, has... But, but, you tr- know, like when Angie would shoot a Glock, it would be like two seconds, say, before she could get accurate second shot and they're like you know a lot of times they could kill you in that two seconds so they would time them on the second shot so like with the hk you know she would shoot and it was like zero you know th- there was no negative time because of that patent re- recall spring hold on just practice 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 man you guys i have to be honest man the first time i ever shot a gun was like about a year ago maybe a little bit more and uh my whole life i i kind of I kind of lived off the fear of these things, the power of of a of a gun, because you know, if used incorrectly or if used for the wrong purposes, I mean, you could take someone's life. You can accidentally shoot yourself very easily. And um, I remember the first time holding the gun, like I'm about to shoot this. Oh, dude, it's it's pretty intense, man. And I'm I'm 30. I was 35 years old at the time. 34, you know, 34, 35. But anyways. Like it, it's a, it was an intense situation, and I, I got to shoot the double barrel shotgun in the same day, which was a whole different story. Yeah, it makes yeah. you. Those will make your, uh, make your whole like your chest and your shoulder and everything turn yellow and purple. <laughs> Dude, they're, they're like pull both triggers. I pull. I thought I pulled both. I just pulled one. Like boom! Like take the gun. I'm cool. That hurt. Like no, dude, you only pulled one. We could tell. We're like, I'm like, oh. Fuck, are you serious? So they gave it back to me. I pulled both, man. Like, I have a video of this. It's on It's on Instagram. It's on Facebook somewhere. But I remember just pulling that back and just boom. And just the jolt, man. It just. Yeah. Shoot, ah, shoot, like a, a, shoot, shoot a slug, man. <laughs> the first time I ever shot a slug, I was more focused on aiming. 
And God, yeah, dude, it the gun came back and popped my face. It, it bruised yeah, my face, shot, my shoulder, everything. I shot. Yeah. When Two I met slugs, my wife, man. double barrel. When I met my wife, I handed her this gun here. You guys can see it. it's a little 380, right? How many yeah. guns you have just right next to you dude, in your fucking I got, room? I got man. a whole gun cabinet back here. <laughs> yeah, Caldwell's known for the guns. Um, I handed her this little ass gun, right? A little 20, yeah, 25 auto, right? And I put it in her hand. It's the first time she had ever shot a gun. And she held this little ass gun and she started to cry. And I said, why are you crying? And she said, there's so much damage that can be caused by this stupid little thing. And I'm like, yes, it is. But there's also protection, you know, protection. You can, you can learn to shoot this thing and, and do that, you know, and within an hour, she was shooting a 45. Uh, long Colt. She was shooting uh, my 12 gauge shotguns. She was shooting the AR-15s. Right. Once, yeah. once you get people past that point of the fear, then everything else becomes easy. Now, my wife can. There's a nine millimeter up in my bedroom that she, if something were to happen and I wasn't here, she knows how how to use, and I'm perfectly cool with that. That's just the way that I grew up. I don't trust people. I don't. <laughs> yeah, you gotta tell her you can cause way more damage when you're driving your car. Than you can yeah. with with yes. like your little nine millimeter. Yes, like this thing. Come on now, <laughs> it ain't doing shit. I mean, yeah, don't be afraid of it. It's just but a tool. It is. It's a tool exactly. Yeah. But yes, there's a gun cap. But, but when it comes to women, you know, in, in that gun class, they told my wife, you know, they, they said, you know, laws protect the criminals. You know, whenever you go to a mall, it says, "Do not take a gun in." So the law-abiding citizen will leave their gun in the car, and the criminals know that, and they're going to take their guns in. But they taught her in the class. Ignore all the signs. Your life is more important. Yeah, I mean, somebody comes into my house. I'm yeah. using this guy. Yeah, yeah, if, you're strict, if you strictly have it for safety, ignore all Jesus signs. Mike. You'd rather live with a fine or, or a, a ticket than, than to be robbed coming out of the mall because you don't have exactly. a gun because you abide by the law because laws do protect criminals. The NRA course we took, they basically said, if you're concealing, they don't know you're concealing, so... It doesn't matter. Just bring it in there. Yeah. If you're yeah, concealing properly. And, and, and you guys can't. And in, in that class, you guys can't see. Um, I'm sorry, Sean. I was like, you guys can't see. But the, Michael is showing us literally like 50 guns and crossbows right now. <laughs> yeah, he's got a rocket launcher. <laughs> I do uh, have a grenade launcher. Whoa, 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 Iams! Put, put that cocktails. gun away, man. Zip that pants up, back up, man. We don't want to see that, Iams. Yeah, uh, BFG. Yeah, the BFG. BFG. We know, Iams. We know. But, uh, you know, they, they told my wife in that class, you know, whenever she goes for a walk by herself or whatever, they're like, put the gun in your pocket and shoot through mm-hmm. your coat. Don't even let the robber yep. know that you got a gun. He said, get rid of the kind coat. Yeah, I mean, they, they tell kind you. How, kind of like Carol did in The Walking Dead when she had the gun in, in the sleet. You know what I mean? Yeah. But he, he, said, he said that, uh, you know, more women have been have, have their lives saved by shooting through their coat. Yeah, because, you know, somebody rolls up, have a gun on them, shoot them, kill them. Don't even think about it. Yep. He said, always act like you want to kill the person. said, if they see your gun and you have it out, be like, motherfucker, I, w- I want to shoot you. Fuck up. Yeah. So, you know, I, it was a good class. In my neighborhood, we have like uh, four cops that live like kind of like within in the neighborhood itself. And I talked to a few of them. And Delaware is one of those weird laws, right? Where if if somebody comes into your house, right? Right. You're you. The, the, what the law says in Delaware, which is the weirdest law, you can go one step above what the person coming into your house has. So if a person comes into my house with a knife, I can use a bat. <laughs> person comes in with a bat, I can use a gun. You know, you're allowed to go one step above. Now, female, on the other hand, she can use whatever she wants. 
Now, another weird law in Delaware, it's kind of like one of those weird, like, in the gray laws. If a, if a guy shoots, if somebody comes into your house and he's got a, gun, a knife or a gun and you shoot him, you shoot him more than three times, then they can say you did that with malicious intent. Now, a female is allowed to unload the magazine without question. Yeah, yeah. Well, see, and, and is- I don't know, man. Like in North Carolina, somebody could steal Angie's purse and run off. She can't do nothing, right? But if she's holding on to the purse, she can kill a man. It's violating her space. It's, it's so weird the way that these laws are are, are constructed. Protect, I should say protecting our queens, man. That's what they're doing. Yeah, I agree. Because like I, I tell my wife all the time, I'm like, look, if you if somebody comes to this house, you know, you unload the clip. I don't give a shit. Like unload it into somebody, you know, because there's nobody in your house at three o'clock in the morning creeping around. That doesn't, you know, that you know belongs there. Nobody make creeping. sure it ain't your sister or something. Yeah, but see, <laughs> just but take see, just the slightest second to but see, light my her face my sisters and my family and friends know not to do that shit. It does happen. <laughs> it does, but they yep. know not to. Like you come creeping around in my house at three o'clock in the morning, you're going to yes. get shot. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry. A lady I know had her house broken into not long ago, and they, they didn't even realize the house was broken into. They'd woke up making breakfast, got the coffee out, and they're like. They noticed things were gone. And they're like, I think we've been burglarized. And come to find out, their nightstand by their bed, the people stole a wallet out of it. So the the, the bad guys were right there at their head while they were sleeping. So if they had oh, woke up, if they, if they had woke up, it, they'd have probably killed them. That's scary. I've been robbed, dude. I've been robbed like 9 o'clock at night. People have jumped through the window, stole all kinds what? of shit. I mean, I've talked about this before. Yeah, when I was in my room, this is um, – you need a gun. Need, yeah. But I have, I have my fan, like the big fan. I mean, I've talked about this on podcast before. So uh, I have my fan in my doorway blowing cold air in. So that's super loud. I have my TV on even louder to compensate for that loud fan. And I heard movements in my in the living kitchen, but I had two roommates at the time. So when I hear movements in the kitchen or the or living room or a door open, I don't think of anything. And then when I went out there, door was wide open. The 40-inch TV was gone. The PS3, all of my buddies' DVDs had all of them in one case, like oh 200 like, case of DVDs. It was all gone. And so we called the cops to come out. And they're, you know, they're, they said, luckily, I didn't come out during that time because whoever came in there knowing that we were in there probably didn't give a fuck. Shit could have gone sideways but yeah it was it was weird dude i till this day i don't i don't trust i don't leave my windows cracked when i leave it doesn't matter even the neighborhood i live in now is a lot better i don't leave my windows open or the doors unlocked or anything you know yeah a buddy of mine the only thing i do yeah. do the only thing i do is i i leave i leave my truck unlocked all the time because there's not i don't i keep zero <clears throat> oh where do you live again nothing in my you can come where do you live again i live in uh bear delaware <laughs> don't, don't tell look, me. look he, he, here's the thing I keep my truck locked. There's no way I keep nothing in there. I'd rather you open my door and realize you made a pointless choice on yeah. breaking into my truck than to bust my fucking window and I got to pay two, three hundred dollars yeah. to get that window replaced. There's nothing in my truck. I keep zero in my truck. Nothing. Man, I had this what kind of fifteen dollar subwoofer. Like, just a stock stereo. I don't okay, keep nothing. Um... Let's you can write else, it all man. down, dude. But, but beware, if I see you out, out my window, you will be shot. <laughs> Even if you know it's me, I'm like, Mike, I came to visit you. Man, I had this $15 subwoofer in the backseat of my car that I got from Walmart on clearance. It was just, it was absolute garbage. Someone threw a rock through my back window That's and stole that in the middle of the night. And the window costs more than all of it. Yeah. <sighs> it's rid- I would have given it to uh, him. 
They, uh, I had uh, someone break into my car. Just kind of, I think they just forced the window down because the window was kind of fucked up where it rolled down by itself. I had to like put something in there to keep it up, but they pushed it down, unlocked it, got in the back, got my subwoofer. Not a big deal, but they took my CDs, which the CDs oh, can be no. replaced. But I had my personal, like a lot of my personal music in there that I recorded, which I'll never ever hear that again because it's gone. Someone got some, they probably heard this, said this fucking white trash, fucking wannabe rap shit. And that shit that I recorded a long time ago, which <laughs> it wasn't good, but it was it was personal to me where I'll, I can never replace that. Yeah. Dude, that happened to me in an airport coming back from Cancun. Uh, we were coming through Customs. And they were like, put your bags on, on, the, on the, the conveyor belt. Put your bags on the conveyor belt. Put everything on the conveyor belt. So I put everything on there. I put my camcorder. Put everything. And then all of a sudden, the guy's like, if your stuff's not tagged, don't put it on the conveyor belt. And I was like, I just put my damn camera on there. And it never came out. And uh-huh. I, I was so mad in, in the Atlanta airport. And, and I was telling the cops, I was like, right through that door is my camera. If you go get it, I can have it. And they're like, we will contact you. And it was such bullshit. They stole my... Da- I didn't care about the camera. They had my videos. Like your rap yeah. tapes. They had the videos from the vacation. But, uh... We're Dude, not- yeah. That shit can't be replaced, man. It's like they get that shit. And what are they going to do? They're going to throw it away because it's not useful to them. And you can never replace that. Fucking criminals, man. Yeah, so- I'm going to drink some more so we can really cuss these motherfuckers out. Yeah. Right? I'll hey. drink, too. How about that? How about hey. we all drink? <laughs> I had a buddy a couple years ago. He-, he lived near a county park, right? One of the city parks. So uh, he was living in some condos. So he, you know, he went to walk his Great Dane. So they, they went for the 30-minute walk and stuff. So the walk went fine. He went and put his Great Dane back in, in the house. So he went to his car. He was letting his car warm up. And he looked up, and there was a gentleman coming out of his house. So he was being burglarized while he was out at the park. Come put his dog up. And while he was sitting in his car, I guess the burglar was hiding in his house when he heard him come in. And then I uh, just kind of exited and ran through the woods. Could have been a bad situation. No shit. Yeah. Dude, there, were, there was a girl a couple of weeks ago, or maybe a couple of months ago. I don't remember. Time is nothing to me. Um, <laughs> uh, she went in. She had put her car, her kids in her car with the car running. She went back. Oh, no, no, no. She was going to, a, um, to drop them off at the daycare, but she went in to drop one kid off, I think. But one kid was still in the car, and someone ran up and jumped in the car while I was running and took off with the other kid in the back. Luckily, that kid was able to get free and kind of jump out of the moving car. She got scraped up and, and, and shit, but she survived it. But uh, fucking people, man. Okay, you guys, I'm going to drink a little more. We're going to really cut these <laughs> motherfuckers out. I just realized we've only been recording yeah, for 45 yeah. minutes. Dude. I feel like we've been here all night. This is awesome. But I, I, I think the point is people suck. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah one of my cousins, man, years ago, speaking of bad people, a guy jumped, it was at a stoplight and a guy jumped in with a gun. Uh, and pointed at him and told him, you know, made him drive or whatever. And my cousin had done what he'd always heard, and, and whenever they were going at least 40 miles an hour, he ran head-on into a parked car and threw the guy through the windshield. That could have been bad. You know, they, you know tell what this guy was going to do with my cousin. But, you know, they say do that. You know, if somebody hops in your car, the, you know, whenever they least expect it, ram a car head-on that's parked on the side of the road. Because chances are they don't have their seatbelt on. That doesn't sound like a good fucking idea, man. I'm just going to slam my brakes right now. <laughs> Boom! Okay, okay, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. Have you ever knowingly at any time done something that you know was going to severely hurt someone else, but you did it anyway? I haven't. But a I, I, gun in your face, I, man, I'd be more worried that the, the jolt would make him fire and shoot me in the head. 
Dude, I've been shot at. One time in Fresno, I've been I was standing on, the, too, on a corner. I was just standing there. This is back <laughs> in the day. High on drugs, whatever I was doing, I was just staying there. Somebody had school. Some other no, no no some other tweaker had pulled around the corner and stopped in the middle of the street in the neighborhood, just er, the fuck you looking at? And I'm just like What? What, what? me? And he, he fired two bullets. He didn't obviously he wasn't trying to hit me, he would have shot me. I wasn't that far from him. But I just remember someone just like that that and when you see a, a, a bullet being shot at you at yeah, night time. Is yeah, scary. and this scary, is why you yeah. don't live in Fresno, ladies. No, and gentlemen. but but you know, but there's not much difference. I live in Delaware, and I went to school and was shot at twice while in high school. Uh, ah, once, Lord. once I was sitting in the cafeteria to eat my lunch, and they came through the breezeway. It was like this breezeway with this this walkway, and then the two buildings connected, and they just started shooting into the cafeteria. It scared the shit out of me. Second what? time wait, I was wait, shot. Wait, yeah. wait, wait, wait. No, 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 no. Don't gloss over that like it didn't just happen. It did <laughs> happen. Who shot? Who? Like another student? No, it was somebody in a car that was driving through the breezeway. They probably weren't students. They never found out who it was, but they said it was probably like, you know, kids or whatever, older kids. But they drove through the breezeway, and on one side you had, you had classrooms. On the other side you had a cafeteria, and they shot out the windows in the cafeteria while I was in the middle of eating a goddamn Italian sub. Red Dawn! Um, Red Dawn! There's the Russians, uh, man! I'm Dude, telling they you, just shot random, just like just, shoot, rock, shot bop, random bullets into bop, a school. Dude, Delaware's uh, crazy, man. Um, we just, that matter of fact, uh, about a month ago, there was a girl that was killed at at the at that same school that I went to. Um, she was drugged in the bathroom and then beaten to death, and it's it was tragic. I don't know if it made mm, it out nationally, but it was awful. all over the place here. It was awful, and it was over a boy. Come on. That's the crazy. second time I was shot at was I was uh, I played baseball and stuff all through throughout high school. And I was playing baseball, and where I went to school in like not the greatest part of town, it just it just worked out that way. But we were up, um, and we were on this place called Monkey Hill, which is by the Brandywine Zoo. It all goes back to gorillas, and uh, <laughs> and uh, we were just up there practicing. And next thing you know, this this like six year old looking kid comes over Monkey Hill and just starts firing shots off and toward us and we just all dropped to the ground and then eventually got up and ran but it is very terrifying when you have a gun fired at you like sean was just saying it's it's something that is life-changing in a way i bet i bet sean you being in california man do you ever have problems wearing certain colors (laughs) no Uh, well you know we do live in a i do live in fresno where the bulldogs the bulldogs gang is pretty big but You know, I I, stay, I, I kind of distance myself from everything, so I, I, I wear whatever. I don't go out with, like, a, a solid blue or solid red shirt ever, though. I'll tell you yeah, that. So yeah, so you have to actually think about that before you go out and buy yeah. wearing no, a just, solid red shirt. I just never I just never wear that stuff. I, don't, I never really thought about it. But, you know, that would be weird to go out with a solid red or solid blue shirt. Well, well I, I got a friend that lives here. He's from Pasadena. And, and it, we call him Vato. Vato Alex. And Vato Alex, you know, he was telling me about, you know, the reason he left, because that area, he said it was just crazy, said that him and his mom were walking to the store one day, and all of a sudden these dudes rolled up with guns, man, and, and was ready to fuck him and his mom up. But 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 the, what brought the attention was he had a brown shirt on. And he's like, they searched him over for tattoos, they searched his mom, and he's like, there's nothing I could do, man. They all had guns, dude. They were ready to fuck us up. But uh, he said he never wore brown again while he was in Pasadena. But, yeah, I was just wondering you being in California, you know. And it, it was all just because he had a brown shirt on, something with a gang with brown. 
made it look like he was representing a gang, dude, and all these gangbangers come out, dude, and was ready to kill him and his mom. They didn't dude, do there it. Dude, you know, but, in California, there is a lot of gangs. So you got to, I mean, uh, Fresno can be uh, difficult in some areas, you know, some of the lower-end areas. There is the Bulldog Gang. You know, when you go to L.A. and, and the Bay, Bay Area, you do have a lot of gangs, you know, you, so you do have to worry some about. Some here, man. No, actually, I'm, Latino gangs. I mean, they have weird dress codes, even for like for for middle school and high school, where you can't like for high school. My my, my nephew or my cousin's child, um, he they weren't even allowed to have beards. You had to be clean shaven, which which they just barely kind of passed that because beards are in. They just barely kind of passed where you can have beards. But for a while, like you can even have beards. It was like I remember being in high school. What if your belt was too long? They cut it. Like, if it was more than, like, three inches past your, like, you know, the belt buckle, they would cut it. Like, it couldn't be too long. Just because that's what the gangs, I guess the gangs, you know, quote, gangs would do. Is they'd have these big, long belts. Like, yeah, I'm on a fucking gang. I got I got this big, long belt. Well, I don't, I don't know. It's weird, man. Yeah, it's crazy, but it's... Uh... What if your jinkos were too wide? <laughs> hey sean i yeah. know you live you live in cat while well, i'm talking to Ines, oh. but i know i know you live in california right but if you guys ever get a chance to google google murder town usa i work there every day it's in wilmington delaware more people get killed there than any other place it's in crazy. the country crazy and seriously Yes, Google Murder Town you, 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 USA. Wilmington, Delaware comes up. Not It's weird because you guys, other than me, you guys have probably never talked to a, another person from Delaware. Nope. But, but yet, Murder Town USA is literally about 40 minutes down the street from my house. I don't live where I work, but I have to drive into Murder Town USA every day and work. It's a pain wow. in the ass. Yeah, I would have guessed Detroit or something. Yeah. No, believe it or not, Murder Town USA, the first thing that comes up in, in Google is Wilmington, Delaware, because more people, there's like, we have shootings at least two to three a week. I mean, I've been delivering, I'm a mailman, and I've been delivering mail, and I can't go down the street because somebody was just shot. It's crazy. And and I'm white as hell. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I'll, there's been a Latino gangs growing here. And you you see it on the news and stuff, I am, and it's almost like our police department scared of this. It's something thirteen, something. But uh, me and Freeman mommy were in the mall uh, a few weeks back, and we were sitting there eating our ice cream with the kids. And the cops, all of a sudden, we, we were near one of the entrances. The cops yelled, "Hey, stop! Stop! Right where you're at!" And there were two grannies right there, two grandmas, right on a Sunday. And they were like, "No bandanas." And they, what it was was they had scarves on from church, and they made them what? take that shit off. They're like no bandanas in the mall. Period. Man, I thought you were you about to say the care. grandmas pulled out Uzis. And no, just no, the, the, the grannies. <laughs> the grannies. They had a coming. <laughs> they had like a scarf that was hanging down their back, coming around their neck with a little like gold clip. But they made them take those scarves off. They said no bandanas. So which scarves? In the yeah. mall. So, so you can't have bandanas. Period. Because I'm period. the. I, I I carry bandanas every. I don't wear them. But I actually do carry a bandit, like a hanky is what I call it. But I carry so you one. You just carry a bandana out the back of your pocket. You just have it hanging out the back of your pocket. No, like I don't do that. Man. Delaware I don't gangster. I'm from Murder Town, USA, bitches. I keep one in my hard hat and one around my face every day. Yeah. But then, yeah, I, I do carry a bandana with me because when I'm at work and I wipe my head off because you see it's all shiny with a bandana, you know? It's just what I do. I've always done that. They're useful tools. Yeah, they are. Well, I got one more gun story, and it's probably one of the worst stories you've ever heard. And then we can move on. Oh shit! All right. 
This is a friend. Imagine this. Just imagine this gun store. You have tons of guns, Caldwell. Imagine this. He just got a forty-four Magnum, right? Lived upstairs in an apartment. Right? He's shooting through something. All right. Well, he it, shot through his dick, and then it went through the wall nah, and hit somebody else worse in the that. dick. Worse than that. <laughs> oh, worse. He, he, he had it cocked. All right, all right. He, the forty-four Magnum was cocked, right? Well, he was trying to let the hammer down. And to let the hammer down, you, you pull the trigger, and you put your thumb on the hammer, and you ease it down. Right? Yep. Freshly yep. lotioned hands. Ah! Oh, no. <laughs> oh, my God. Who does that? Who all right, all right. That? Hear this. So, so he just got this forty-four magnum. It was pointed towards the ground. He's upstairs in an apartment. Pointed towards the ground. There, there's the lotion. That's masturbation <laughs> lotion. <laughs> but uh, but 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 he, but he had it pointed down. Was wanting to let the hammer down because it was cocked. It slipped. Pow! It shot through the floor. Right. And he was like, "Oh fuck!" Hopefully, he didn't wake nobody up. Shortly after that, he could hear the man screaming downstairs because he shot his wife oh. in the head. No! Oh, oh no! Yes. Say so he, he, he hes like, dude, it, it's the worst thing ever to know you have to go downstairs. You know, said he could hear the guy begging and praying. Oh, but he's, my God. oh fuck! You just ruined my night. <laughs> I told you, man. It's, it's, oh, it's no! Way to bring us down, dude. Campbell, man, he got—he got four—he got dude. four years in involuntary manslaughter in hardcore prison for that, but. uh Oh. You know, you know, and the reason I tell it is we can all learn. You, you, you know, you learn life lessons from other people. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, that that's one right there that always sticks with me. Where I'm like, man, just imagine that you hear the man screaming and praying, and his wife, you know, his wife had just been shot in the head, dude. That's dark, man. Look, we got to bring this show up now. <laughs> no, either don't, either don't decock your gun with freshly lotioned hands or take your other hand and stick it in between the hammer and the gun so yes. if it does slip out it's not going to hit the pin and fire the damn round shit or happens if, man that's crazy or, or put point the gun in a direction where you know nobody's going to get hurt carelessness man imagine sitting there and Irene's just all of a sudden I mean just imagine dude, dude nah, it's not bad happening to my buddy but you know, imagine me and the man downstairs man sad story but we can learn from it that's the only reason that I told it that's nuts, dude. It wasn't no yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure how to react, dude. Yeah, that's crazy. I'm not sure how to react to this? Learn mm. from it, man. Learn from it. So always, always be careful. Yes. So, don't be dumb if you own a gun. Yeah, yeah don't Painted. be dumb if you own a gun. So, so what's what's some uh, current? And I know I can't say trending topics. Uh, <laughs> this in the news, man. Is anything been bugging you guys in the news or or whatever? Freeman, Freeman, yeah. Freeman. This is your shit. You started the social dozen. You wanted this to happen. If you want to say trending, say trending, man. Whatever you want to say, because you're the anything, fucking man. Oh, man. In the trending market, like Axl Rose with ACDC, is there – what? what is something that you That's guys – That's some terrible do? shit. Axl Rose with ACDC is terrible. They're coming I'm sorry. to Greensboro, man. They're Wait, what? Is... Greensboro. Yeah, he – I don't know if you heard, but Axl Rose has joined ACDC as their, as their – it's been going on for about no. a month now. Brian, yeah. Brian, yeah. John, Brian Johnson no. uh-uh. was having hearing yeah. issues, right? So ACDC officially wrote him a letter dismissing him from the band. They canceled a lot yeah. of dates. So Axl Rose is filling in for those dates, even though Guns N' Roses is scheduling some stuff. 
Guns N' Roses just announced they're coming to Philly, which is like 25 minutes from my house. I, I probably will go to that. Yeah, I would, just like, I would like to see him, man, just because I grew up with him. I don't care. I know he sings like shit and all that, but I would love to see them, all the original guys, together again, just one more time. But for 85 bucks, I, I mean, you know, it may be a treat to be like, hey, man, I saw ACDC with Axl Rose. It, it may be yeah. a gift, but it could be a disaster also. Have you heard him sing with them? No, He's, I, I haven't it's seen terrible. it yet. Go, it go sounds and like it would be terrible. It's like, terrible, dude. Like, seriously, I was listening to this the other day, and I, I, there was one thing where he was singing, and Axl Rosa, like, broke his leg, so he couldn't even, like, stand up, so he was sitting down while he was singing the entire time. How did he do, like, the shimmy thing? He, he didn't. He, he didn't. broke his leg. Oh, it well, was then, so terrible. It was dumb, and I was like, I cannot believe that this is happening right now. Stop. Just stop. <laughs> I've seen Imes' uncle in concert before. I have, have too. Really? I have too. Credence yeah, Clearwater Revisited. Yeah, they came to a Windsor oh. little amphitheater. Yeah, it was yeah. a fun oh, show. Yeah. Yeah. He's exactly. good, man. Um, he's good. He sounds just like Fogarty. Yeah, he's really I was impressed. Good. We went about two years ago. It was really yeah, good. A lot, of, a, lot of, a lot of people says he does a really good job. Um, actually, he went through heart surgery recently. He's been out, so they've been yeah. having some young guy fill in. No, yeah, he's I, beat his ass and get a spot back. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, it just takes a little while. He'll be back. I didn't even know Sean at the time when uh, we went and saw him. Um, and they, they, I'll tell you what, they put on a great show. They did. That's the best one ever right there. Hunter Hell S- yeah, man. Hunter S. Thompson song there. Good one. Long as I can see the light. Put a candle, put a candle in the That's window. The best. I kind of feel bad for Johnny Depp, man. Speaking of uh, speaking of uh, Hunter S. Thompson and stuff, oh. and all that. Some of Amber Heard. The what? Are you talking about with Amber Heard? Yeah, you know, you know, uh, a lot of people say he's being his set wife, up, right? Man. Yeah, yeah, which is leaving him. Claimed that he beat her. You know, all of, all of Johnny Depp's ex-wives are stepping up to say, you know, Johnny is the last most violent person. You know, he's never a violent person. Unless he's, you know, during his rock star years and tearing up hotel rooms and stuff. But, uh, you know, all the fingers are pointing to, you know, she's just out for money, man. I, I can't, you know, his mom died and his wife left him in the same week last week. It's hard. It's hard to say, man. It, you know, you I just don't him, know what's going on. I, I do, too. Like, I've always been a fan. But, I mean, I saw the pictures. I mean, this woman is bruised and bad battered. I, I, I don't know. I, I can't. I can't be that judge. Yeah, you know, I was listening to, to Morning Radio this morning. They were talking about it. You know, Johnny Depp, you know, they was like, well, he toured with Hollywood Vampires, this, that, and the other. You know, Johnny Depp, you know, bad press just doesn't do shit to him. You know what I mean? He, no. he, he's took bad press his whole life. So, you know, people's like, you know, he's not the type to tuck and run, I don't think. So, either or, no. Johnny Depp will be Johnny Depp. Yeah, I mean, he's always been one to speak his mind and to say how he feels. And, you know, I like the fact that recently he's been doing a lot more independent type stuff, um, especially a lot of stuff with Kevin Smith, which I think is great. Yeah, we, we went and saw the new Alice this past weekend with the kids for uh, Angel. Is that birthday. good? Dude, it was, I liked it better than the first one. It was really, really good. I, I, I had no interest in seeing it. Loved it when, once I saw it. Did you guys see dude, Tusk? Uh, that's yes, cool. tell me that's that. Tusk with Johnny Depp, dude. That was it was so random and just out of the blue. It was like, is that Johnny Depp? Yeah. It took me a point. second. Autograph Jeez, that was Smith himself. Fucking brilliant. You say all the, the real, true, brilliant minds that, you know, are fucking crazy, you know? So who knows what happens? I mean, I'm not going to judge. I'm not going to say 
whatever happened or didn't happen with Amber Heard. Actually, I, honestly, I didn't even know they were married until recently, which makes me upset because Amber Heard is super hot. And yeah, it I means my... But that dude could roll up and take our wives if he wanted. He could oh, have whoever it... he wants. And honestly, he has take me. probably and taking wives. So, <laughs> um, yeah, he could take. You know, uh, it doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I I can't be that judge. I, I wasn't there. I, I you know I get weird when people ask me questions like that because I, I I'm not there. I mean, what if she was egging him on and calling him like a piece of shit and you're worthless and da 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 and he just like you know was trying to get out of the room and she fell over and got a bur you know like you just don't know the situation let the police deal with that i it, I, I don't even want to speculate yeah. i've read the headlines on a couple of the uh, stories cuz it keeps popping up but i've never read into it cuz because that's the kind of celebrity gossip i don't want to get involved with because it, i don't even care i'm not, it's not that i don't care but i just i don't want to cuz whenever whenever you see a news line or a headline of a news and you read the article you're taking one person's side of the story, whatever side of the story it is. They're not going to say, here's the pros and cons of is it or isn't it. You know what I mean? Yeah, so I usually true. don't even re- read that shit. Yeah, I, I try to stay out of that myself. Because I, I, I'm not there. You know, if you're not there, you don't know what happened. But still, and you only see one side. But, yeah, you know, if she's doing it for publicity or whatever, I mean, I don't care That's who you up. are. You score somebody like Johnny Depp and marry him. Why would you one out. I mean, I don't know, man. It don't Maybe he's a piece of shit. I don't know. You know what I mean? Well, I've, always, you know? I've always wondered that. Like me, I've always been a fanatic about Rage Against the Machine and I always thought, you know, what if you got to hang out with Zach and he was just really, had an annoying laugh that you never knew or, or, or you know what I mean? Or just, <laughs> just something. He's like, oh, you know, you're like, damn, Zach. Speed Stop. Up. I will say that, that Zach, I'm a, we- that I, go ahead. <laughs> I was like, Zach, we've been hanging out like all night now, but your laugh, dude, is too far. So I gotta. <laughs> Look, I gotta we can't bounce. be friends anymore, man. Like, your laugh is just way too much. I can see why Rage stop, man. Damn. Yeah, I, I gotta say, I was upset. I you still know, love Rage, though. I do, you know. I really thought the Rage was getting back together, you know, and they were spending those posters out in California. And, and I got my email today and confirmed that Rage is not getting back together. The last knuckleball, you know, I was praising. I was like, man, hopefully. Rage Against the Machine tour. It, it would be a perfect campaign, being that Trump's running and Clinton's running. You know, it, it's like you know, Rage, Rage could really come in with force right now. They could play football stadiums right now. But, but oh the, yeah, but the big news come out today, which it was leaked, but it was true. What it is is Tom Morello, uh, uh, B Real from uh, Cypress Hill, Chuck D, and a bunch oh, of them have, yes. have formed a band. But uh, you know what? I think I think as soon as that news come out, everybody everybody thought it was rage too. So it's, it almost ruined the situation. They should have just come out and said that you know we're doing a tour. <laughs> I, I got the email today, or uh, yeah. it came out Dude, yesterday. Back in the day, Rage Against the Machine, just the way they would, you know, and and Dude. and also like Cypress Hill. That was like fuck. That was when music was brilliant. I mean, as far as like kind of hip hop crossing over to rock. You could say Cypress Hill kind of crossed over to rock sometimes, but you know, just rally around your family. What yeah. the Bulls on Parade. Bulls on Parade blew my mind. Great song. Great song. And Cypress Hill 4, man, that album was shit. See, I got my email today. Can you see it? Prophets of, Ra- Prophets of Rage. Is that what they're calling it? Yep. And what it is, the news come out today and they're playing the whiskey tonight. But it's, uh, it says Prophets of Rage combines the sonic pow- uh, firepower of Rage Against the Machine, Public Enemy, and Cypress Hill. 
We can no longer stand on the sidelines of history. Dangerous times demand dangerous songs. It's time to take the power back. It's time to make America rage again. Are they going to sing new stuff or old stuff from all of them? I don't know. It doesn't say. So uh, if they put out a CD, it'd be good, dude, but it's not fucking Rage Against the Machine. It's not Zach and and the boys. Caldwell, all all you guys are are, – nobody our age or men, nobody hates Rage Against the Machine. But but, but if they announced a a U.S. tour right now, they could literally play football stadiums, I think, and sell that. Bring bigger crowds than the politicians bring. What do you mean, man? I'm a huge Celine Dion fan. Yeah, me too. (laughs) Are My you? hearts will go on. No, I'm not. You, no. you know what the sad thing is? When I couldn't speak, you guys, the sad, <laughs> the sad thing is, in the year 2020 or 2030, no one's going to be looking back to the 2010s as being a good year for music. Nobody. I don't. Th- is there anything out right now? Like Drake is okay. Is there any rock or is there anything big right now that's going to be remembered? Uh, Let's all, be honest. Completely all, okay. honest. I'm going to take man. some. I'm going to take something really strange. I don't know if any of you guys are fans of this, but I'm a huge Southern rock fan. I love Southern rock music. And there's this big move, uh, movement going on called like the Red Dirt Road and all these different things, these different movements. So there's these new guys that are coming out, like uh, Jamie Johnson, Sturgill Simpson, um, Chris Stapleton, who did just did with Justin Timberlake a while back. They did yeah, that big good. thing at the awards. So Chris Stapleton's amazing. So there is a push there. But I can't say that it's going to be, like, groundbreaking. But there is a little bit of a little push there that I really enjoy. But as far other than that, no, it's all trash, honestly. Do you, do you think it's a thing where we, we remember? Because usually when you're in high school, that's, that's when you get to the age when you get old enough to start listening to your own music, kind of hiding it from your parents, and you listen to whatever you want. That's like For me, it's like Bone Thugs and Cypress Hill, Marilyn Manson, a lot of different things. That's what what I remember the most. Do you think the high school kids now are, are remembering are yeah, going to remember they, yeah, what they, they are listening they are. to now and hiding from their parents? So, well, hold on, hold on. My kids are all. My oldest daughter is fifteen, youngest is thirteen, and my middle son is fourteen. And all of them are big Nirvana fans, Pearl Jam fans. They love yeah. they love nineties music. Jam. My my daughter came home. Uh, my youngest daughter came home from uh, record day. And she bought a Nirvana um, Nevermind album, you know, the one with the kid's penis and all that. She, yeah, dude. she was so happy bringing that vinyl record home because I still rock out vinyl. You know, I love I love the sound of a record. And she came home with that thing. She paid $45 for it, and she didn't care. She spent all of her mo- money on shit. one record. Mm-hmm. Right on. Well, like, That's a good, smells like Teen Spirit. That's yep. fucking classic and, shit, right? And there, we man. dropped that thing on on that turntable and played it for days straight, just yeah. constantly, just well, playing that record. Well, like for me, you, you know, like you hung out with me DJing once, Caldwell. But but the thing that I was DJing was just literally just playing songs for a pool. But but I've got yeah. to where I, I DJ at clubs. Yeah, I just DJ for for the local university. And, and for me, I'm into DJ stuff, you know, like Skrillex and stuff like that. Uh, yeah, Skrillex. Well, I like Skrillex. And, and I couldn't believe, man. I went in Hot Topic the other day. They don't have a fucking Skrillex shirt. I was like, I mean, you know, for now, you know, the underground music is the DJ stuff. But then you got like Drake and, you know, Rihanna and, and all them people. But, but man, I thought for sure that... That Hot Topic would have Skrillex or, you know, the Jack. Hot Topic is all, is all 80s and 90s stuff. Yeah, yeah, they I had mean, Guns N' Roses, Poison, all, all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, poison, I'm in my truck. 
90s on 9, I have C-Series radio in my truck. 90s on 9 is all that plays. It never comes off there. But 21 it's just Pilots. A, I live in it. Yeah, my kids like 21 Pilots, and I, and I kind of uh, get into them. My kids are bit. obsessed with them. They're going to see them in concert next month. And so. then uh, Panic at the Disco and Fall Out Boy. My kids listen to a lot. And, and yeah, you know what, you guys? On me. They, they're, 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 all, no idea. they're all big with the kids right now. They're, they're right technical, now. though. I mean, they, 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 I think they put out good music. I have no idea what Panic at the Disco is, but I hear that name a lot, and it's the fucking greatest name for anything, right? They're like an older band. Uh, they're like an older yeah. band that broke up, and now it's just a lead singer. But who it's does? A great name. It That's is all that matters. Uh, <laughs> I guess probably I don't know. Ten years ago, they were pretty big, and then they kind of fell off. You know who they are, man. What yeah. the, if I can remember the damn song right now, which I can't for some reason. Uh, I can't either. My kids the, listen to them too. They, they compare the singer to Freddie Mercury. A, a, a lot of a little bit. the older professionals today say say, and they do a lot of Queen songs. But it's, here's some. This is their newest single. That sounds like Ringo round the posy, pocket full of posies. What was that song that they come out with? Wait, like don't the they do the, like the, uh, I chimed in. Uh, haven't you people ever heard of closing the goddamn door? Isn't that Panic at the Disco or not? I think no, so. No, that's... No, who is, is it? That? No, haven't you ever heard Fall of... Fall Boy? I think it is Fall Out Boy, which they're big again. But, but Pen at the, at the Disco is pretty good. You know, it's... With the 21 Pilots thing... They're coming with Weezer, look it though, up. man. So I think we're going to go, man. I've always wanted to see Weezer. The, the 21 Pilots thing is crazy because my kids were obsessed, especially my girls. They were obsessed with them. And I was like, let me get... Let me let me hear some of their music, right? So we sit down, we listen to it. And I was kind of impressed. It's Some of it's pretty good. Have you heard it? For audience? what it is. What's that? 21 Pilots. No, I don't know, but these names Here, are... Listen, it, listen. Uh, yeah, that's a good song, it's man. It's a two-man band. You haven't heard this it kinda, on the radio. It kinda, it's everywhere. It kind of blends, like, rap and... and I wish I found some better sound yeah, it's cool. I wish I had okay, I like this. Listen, I, I think I've heard this. Listen when the chick sings. Two, two guys doing that. Keyboard and drumming. I think they're good. I've heard that. And this is their newest. Who is that again? Who is that again? Twenty-one pilots. Written out, not the numbers. Twenty O N E pilots. This is their newest one. I am. If you like that. Yeah, they're they're pretty cool. But it's a guy on a piano and a drummer. That's awesome. This song's called Rod. It's all over the radio now. And and what's cool is the lead singer is like, he's got some sort of like thing wrong with his brain to where he like twitches. It's not Tourette's. It's, some, it's called something else. We looked it up one time. Artistic he, twitching? Yeah, he does this weird thing. <laughs> he does this weird listen, thing. All listen, I am. It's like happy, like it's like natural high music. You're in a bad mood, you listen to the song, and it puts you in a good mood. 
Hell yeah, dude. 21 Man, this is turn this is turning into a horrible gamers episode where we just get drunk and start playing music. Yeah, this is what happens after the horrible gamers episode where we just get drunk and listen to music and show midget porn. Oh yeah, <laughs> there's midget porn, dude. All we need is some midget porn; it'll be complete. What, 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 <laughs> we're, we're talking about bands. What's the one band that you haven't seen that, that like me? You know, me and Fremont, we, we went to see Pink Floyd. We saw Elton John. You know, I saw White Zombie in the club. I saw Tool in the club. But the one band, you know. Two bands that I've always <clears throat> wanted to see my whole life, and one of them just played here. One was Def Leppard, which I doubt I'll ever see them. But dude, I've always wanted to see fucking Weezer, man. Always. Weezer. And they're, and they're dude, Weezer's dope, disco, man. I man. saw them. Yeah. Weezer's cool. I, I saw Weezer, just... Weezer, and Foo Fighters. It was an awesome show. Dude, I remember that tour, and I was on vacation, was not able to go. When uh, I know Pearl Jam's not, I know, I know Pearl Jam's not the same, but. I would like to see them in concert, and they were just in Philly like a month ago. They just and I regret here. not going. Legends, they yeah, I would love to the, the HB two law. So uh, you know, there is somebody who's here. There's somebody who's kind of recent. I would really love to see, and I actually turned Brink onto this a couple of years ago, or maybe a year ago. Is Yellow Wolf because he does a a, a variety of, of hip hop, where he does kind of like. It's he does so much. It's uh, country. Does, he, it's got a. It's hip hop with a country twang to it. Yellow wolf. It's I'll good. Have to check them out. Ye- ye- I, yellow wolf. Yeah. I'll have to check them out because it's I good shit. Y e l a wolf. He does um, he does kind of like the um. Who were we just talking about earlier? Um, Zach. Zach. Uh, <laughs> guys, I'm drinking. I forget things. Rage Against the Machine. Zach. Rage uh, Against the Machine. He did the first song that opens that up on the Alka. album. No, Love yeah, sports. he sounds like him. He does. He it's sounds like, just like it. It's like what uh, Kid Rock wishes he was. Uh, what it is. See, he was signed by Eminem. So if Eminem signs another white guy, he's dope. All right. Yeah, yeah. No, he's he's talented. A band I used to listen to sounded like Zach. It was uh, well, at the drive-in. They had that song, mm-hmm. One Arm Scissor. I don't know yeah. if you guys ever heard it. <laughs> One Arm <Yeah>. Scissor? <laughs> yeah. Hold on. I, I, I'll play it. And look, look up. <laughs> See, at... The... This is when we're drunk. We can start playing songs on the podcast. <laughs> I love this, dude. This is awesome. This is so so spur of the moment, dude. I got Brink in here. I got Michael and fucking Freeman, dude. This is awesome. So this is some was... rage. Listen. Yep. Yep. Yes, it does. Yeah, it does. What are you, you yeah, guys that, Arm that, Scissor? What? What's the band called? At the drive-in. I'm right down. Send transmission to the one arm scissor. <laughs> Listen. The California. This is for the people of the sun. Well, uh, at the drive-in, though, dude, they, they were uh, they actually won some Grammys, man, on their songwriting. How much you want to bet they didn't record that out of drive-in like some punk? It's good. I'll, I'll send you. They all got afros, man. It's uh, yeah. We wish that album. Was <laughs> they got afros. I don't want to listen. No, they they all have afros. <laughs> That's just they too rock weird. white dudes with with big Jacksons and uh, Chuck Taylors. I don't know, man. So it's a music, lot of liquor for me. So what kind of music for me, do you, do you like, like Bowden? Yeah, I, my dream band to see in concert, I think, would be As I Lay Dying. I don't know if I like you heard of them. Dude, I yeah. saw your band, dude. 
Really? I, I saw your band. And, and I heard As They Lay Dying and Kill Switch and Gage used to tour together, and I would love to go to that. One of my good friends used to tour with those guys a lot. And, you know, we they were playing with my friend one time, and, and we went, dude, and, dude, they threw down. My friend is... Uh, I, I bet, I bet. My buddy's name's Corey. He sings for a band uh, called Norma Jean. And, mm-hmm. you know, Nor- which Norma Jean's good, really, really good. Uh, out of Arkansas in the Atlanta area, but uh, me and Corey's become good friends. But as I lay dying, it was it was Norma Jean. It, it was at a Cornerstone Christian Festival, dude. And, and check this out: we went to see them, right? Because you know that they're all Christian bands. And uh, I, I told my wife, I was like, "Free mommy," I was like, "You know, this at Cornerstone Festival, all these bands. The Chariot was there, the old singer of uh, of Norma Jean, and uh, you know there was all these bands on the ticket." I was like. I just don't know if it's going to be a crazy show. And we got there, and all these Christians had fucking mouthpieces in. And I was like, oh, shit, man, it's just going to be rough. And it was one of the roughest shows I've ever been to. <laughs> it was this Christian Cornerstone Festival here in North Carolina. But As I Lay Dying was the headlining band. It was, uh, God, there was a band that used to tour with them a lot where the drummer was the singer, and then they had a regular singer and a keyboard guy. God, what was their name? But As I Lay Dying, what, the singer, man, he, he he got in some trouble, didn't he? No, I think I think he died actually. Did he? Yeah, I think so. I thought he had murdered. Yeah, man, way to bring that down. Way to bring that down. <laughs> no, yeah, you may be you might be right. He either died or he, he fucked he went to jail or something, but some shit went down and they can't tour anymore. That's all I know. But yeah, they're amazing, man. They're like they're they're metal, but not how you would think of metal. Like they're super melodic and just like like I almost want to oh, say like trippy. Fuck is this? Today was a good day, dude. I literally just accidentally pushed with my fat fucking fingers. Push somehow pushed Pandora and started playing some old okay, school. Okay, yeah, don't act like that about. wasn't like your your so, have favorite. Have you ever listened to Norma Jean? <laughs> <laughs> have you ever heard Norma Jean? I'm talking about Norma Late. No, Norma Jean? Yeah. I've heard of them. No, I haven't. No. Oh, yeah. Man. They're, they're big you remember right now. They're you said they toured world... with SLA Dying? Yeah, they're going to do another world tour. I mean, I'll they're, they're look, big. I'll have dude. to I mean, look into that, man. Norma they, Jean. Like, like, like they, were remember... like, they were like the first band out, like, SLA Dying, like the, the Christian core bands. But, uh, you know, they were on Headbangers Ball and, and, you know, world tours, OzFest, stuff like that. Uh, Norma Jean's pretty big. Yeah, you remember Kyle, right, Sean? You remember yeah, Kyle? Yeah. Shanty? He's going to turn me on the Nor- Norma Jean and As I Lay Dying and all those bands. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah, me and Corey's just become good friends, dude. I, I've got – I'll send you some pictures on, on my refrigerator, like all these different occasions where we, we've hung out and chilled and ate barbecue and stuff like that. But, uh, but that's Dude, like- fucking Sean Freeman, man. Uh-huh. He becomes friends with everybody. It's like, everybody! Drink up, drink <laughs> up. We've been through no, some wars, though. We've been through some wars. Yeah, I, yeah, I just yeah. I just remembered about halfway through this conversation that Michael got to actually spend the week with fucking Sean Freeman, which is yes. fucked up. It was great. It was great. It was, it was, it was That's a great super time. Under the most erotic week of your life. It was. It was yeah, very they, erotic. Even, they the time, <laughs> even the even I I have pictures on my phone still, Sean. That I took before I left your house in my in your bathroom because you know your Whoa, bathroom. Whoa, what happened? Hold on, yeah. hold on. Your Last bathroom takes 
they start slapping each other and then sean's bathroom has more pictures are taken in that bathroom than anything yeah. in his house right yeah, so yeah. before i left i was like i gotta go into your bathroom one more time when i took a bunch of pictures and i i'll i'll throw them out there one day but that was it was definitely a fun week sean sean left me um up with his dj <laughs> Sean left me with his DJ equipment one time, and it was the funniest yeah, thing ever. Yeah. I went to smoke. Oh, he's all over it. He's no, no, all no, over no, no. It. no. There's all these people at the it pool, was great. right? So it was I, great. I was like, I, I'm like, watch my DJ shit. I'm going to smoke. Make sure nothing's, you know, <laughs> make, make sure everything's all right. So I'm out there smoking, and, and everybody's grooving out. The pool's full, and all of a sudden I heard, and the music stops, and all of a sudden he starts pushing all these buttons on my Pioneer mixer, which does different stuff. And everybody just stopped what they were doing. You got over, to, like, man. What the fuck is that? <laughs> I, I know. We, Galway was drunk, drinking beer. DJ I was hammered. <laughs> I was hammered. And John Robinson had met up with, with us, too. And uh, he was like, do you know how to work this thing? I'm like, well, you know, me and Sean set it up this morning. He kind of showed, showed me a little bit. And I was like, oh, never mind. This isn't going to work. <laughs> and then Sean come run around the corner and fix it all. And then walked away again. It, there's literally yeah, like come a hundred, back. 100 buttons on the Pioneer thing with two turntables. You, you come back and Michael has, Michael has your turntable on the ground so he can squat over it appropriately. He's got his fucking balls on it. He's just... Fuck yeah, dude. Michael, shout out to you. Shout out to Freeman, man. Hey, it was fun. Hey, it was a lot of fun. I got to play it. Here's some As I Lay Dying. Oh, there we go. I love this yeah. video. Shout out, to this, uh, shout out to this bottle of whiskey. Um, yes. Great song. Great song. Watch, they start grooving out. Man, if you want to get pumped up to do just about anything, just listen to that shit. Right here. You'll be punching babies right in the face. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Dude, the, the, the one band that I want to see like that, and I haven't seen them, dude, and and I don't want to see them like at Warp Tour, which they're coming on Warp Tour, because usually Warp Tour you get like 30, 20 minutes of each band. But, uh, God, my mind just went blank. I'm angry. Uh, I'm angry right now, man. Let's just, uh, I'm angry. Let's go fuck some shit up, dude. Let's go cause a riot. It's just, it's just energy, man. It's a energy. concert that I watch all the time, dude, but uh, The Devil Wears Prada, man. They are my favorite Heavy band. I love. You ever listen to those guys? My, oh, I don't have it on. Oh. I, I had a, an August Burns Red shirt on also right before I, I recorded this. I, I like August Burns Red and uh, The Devil Wears Prada. Have you never heard The Devil Wears Prada? Nah. No, I've heard I of the don't movie. Think so. They've got a good EP out called Zombie, and it's five songs, and the lyrics are how to si survive the zombie apoc apocalypse. Dude, Dang. dude, remember back in the day, Cranberries? Zombie, hey, hey. Oh, oh shit. No dude, are, are we friends Your on Facebook? Head. Zombie. Uh, no, I hope not. <laughs> uh, Singles, here to Zombie. But they're, they're really good. Of course you would say zombie, zombie live, zombie cast. Listen, listen, listen. The singer is rock. 
Is that a horror movie trailer? Yeah, that, shit is, yeah that shit is heavy, man. They're also a Christian band. The Devil Wears Devil Prada. Wears Prada Dude, that's huh? a Christian Prada. band? What the fuck, man? Yeah, they're, they're from Ohio. Dude, no, they'll, they'll get down. They will. Damn! Dude, I love music that grooves like that, man. I love it. A lot of times people's like, oh, you know, they talk about like stuff at work, and then I'll play stuff that I like, and they're like, oh, yeah, that's, it is a little heavier. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. Pantera, Pantera's heavy, but uh, there's heavier than Pantera. <laughs> so, so what's the one band with you called? Well, Pearl Jam, man. I would oh, love yeah. to see Pearl Jam. Yeah, I Half, saw, I I saw would... them at Lollapalooza, man. With uh, I saw them with West Side Connection right when Ice Cube left NWA. Oh my! Uh-huh. West Side Connection. It was Pearl Jam. Pearl Jam played second, like two o'clock in the afternoon. Damn. Jeremy right, right, just fall right, down. Right after the Jeremy videos when I saw you know the You know the third Lollapalooza of the year after that? You know what the two opening bands were for Lollapalooza? Out of the ten bands playing, you know what the two opening bands were? Nah. For Lollapalooza 3, Rage Against the Machine and Tool. Mm. <laughs> I, and I didn't go, man. So, I am, what is your... Oh, that'd be sick, man. Fat Boys? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Fat Boy Slim and uh, I've only been to a couple concerts. When I was younger, when I was barely out of high school, I went to Great America and we, I saw Bone Thugs. Which Bone Thugs and Harmony, dude, is all right. you guys say what all you ever want. Wake up! Yes, yes, Bone is amazing, dude. The rappers who sing um, harmoniously about shooting somebody in the face—I fucking <laughs> love. But, and I've already seen Eminem. And I'm gonna miss everybody. See, I, I am. Oh, oh, I am your team. Young Caldwell knows where I'm coming from. Listen. Yeah, that. They were huge back in the day. It's all with your mouth, I am. Dude, 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 yes. Human beatbox. I would love to see which can it's not possible now. I would love to see Tribe Called Quest because Tribe Called Quest is I saw fucking Tribe Called Quest, awesome. man. But yeah, Fight, they're, they're sweet. Tribe Called Quest rest- was there when I saw Pearl Jam. They were at that Lollapalooza, the second Lollapalooza. I fucking uh, love the what was it, lo- was the, the Jesus love movement? And Mary Chain, the Tribe Called Quest, uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers, Pearl Jam, Soundgarden was there. It was good. What was the one album? Was it the, the Love Movement? That was a fucking great album. Yeah. Alice in Change. You said Alice in Change. Alice in Chains was awesome back yeah, in the day. Yeah, they were. I never saw them. And in, Man in the Box is a great oh. song. All right, guys. I'll take yeah. it all back. I would love to see Marilyn Manson live. Yeah, I saw. We probably saw him ten or twelve times back in the clubs. Dude. Antichrist Superstar, The Dope Show. I just no, picture him no. up on stage, just playing with his boobs. Portrait of an American Family, man. The Portrait very first of American CD was the only good one. Dude, I remember I went to Cake Hot Topic. That out. Yes, bring it back to Hot Topic, dude. That was fucking awesome. Yeah. But guys, I, I know it's getting late. We're on the East Coast time. Caldwell, I know you got to get God, up early. But uh, but guys, we, we got to wrap this puppy up. No, we don't. It's sad. <laughs> I am just going to keep the party going. I'm just going to be in a room <laughs> drunk by myself. Let's keep it going. Dude, you, you know, one, you know, you're a single man, right, Iams? Nah, nah, I got bitches for, for days. You, yeah, I saw that. Days. You need to check out. You know, 
this is something, you know, knowledge, right? We all learn from something. We learned about guns tonight. But go to alohatube.com. It's the best, man. It's the best. Got a tender? Go to uh, Aloha. Go to alohatube.com. Go to dirtyball69.com. You'll love it. <laughs> I've been on Grinder lately. Nice. I've seen a lot of mixed feelings about this. Yeah, yeah. But guys, let's get to the wrap-up show. This is session 12 of the Social Dozen. And you know what? I'm not going to miss next month. I think I got the last week of next month. And uh, Bowden, dude, you're, you're always welcome to join me on any of my shows, Knuckleballer Radio, ZombieCast.net, or here on the Social Dozen, man. Thanks for joining us, man. And, and Bowden, man, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on uh, Horrible Gamers Podcast. Uh, bring Bowden on Facebook. That's about it, man. Nice. Look at that. Look at that. NFC East, Ah, baby. screw your skins, NFC man. East, baby. Ah, I'm NFC East, but I'm Philly all the way. So, uh, so, so thanks, Bowden, for coming on, man. You, you rock, man. Hey, thanks for having me. Yeah, it was yeah. fun. And, and Mr. Iams, Mr. California, the 101. Dude, do you mention yeah, I don't a lot know if of it's because I'm drunk? I don't know because I'm, I've been drinking, but this has been like, like seriously, we've had like no pauses in this conversation. It's been a pretty effortless conversation. This is really, really awesome, man. Thank you always. Thank you, Freeman, dude. You you put together the social dozen, even though you haven't been here since episode one. <laughs> what the fuck's up with that? No, it's super cool. And uh, thanks for inviting me and Brink on for this episode. And Caldwell, dude, XD experience, always fucking awesome. But you can find me on Horribly Awkward Podcast. That's my solo podcast and horrible gamers here with Brink. Um, every Saturday we are we are on the All Games Network along with you know ZombieCast and Nakabala Radio. So find us horribly awkward. Dude, there's, when I when me and Caldwell podcast, man, there's no pauses, man. The editing is easy. You clip the beginning and you clip the end. Put that shit out there. We like hey, talking. That's yeah, sure. yeah. Thanks, I am saying, Mister the King himself, Mister Michael Caldwell. <laughs> Where can people find yeah. you, buddy? Uh, you can find me anywhere. Just look up xdexperience.com, xdexperience on everywhere, social media, Twitter, Instagram, uh, all those things, Facebook, you can find us. We talk about conspiracy, comic books. We sing a lot. We do whatever the hell we want every week. We just talk and have a good time. It's me and my sister, yeah. which is a very unique uh, Freeman's over there playing with his fleshlight. Um, <laughs> Uh, you know, you can find us all over those places. Just look us up. We have a lot of fun. Um, this week, we're going to be commentarying the movie uh, Keanu, uh, the Key and Peele uh, movie that that just came out. What the hell is that? Oh, Torres vs. Zombies. Nice. Uh, but, yeah, just look us up. Uh, we are we have a lot of fun. So check us out. Yep, yep. You know what? Uh, I have to say, um, um, Michael, um, you, your podcast, The XC Experience with Gidget, is one of the rare podcasts that I actually learned something very... I learned something every episode, and it's fucking awesome, dude. It is. I always learn shit, dude. It's Thanks. really cool. Do I retain that information? Probably not, but I do learn it while I'm listening. You did, you did, you, we drink, right? We drink while we podcast. So by the end, by the time... By the time we get to our main topic, we have literally pages of notes on whatever topic we, we're, we're doing, but we, we never even get to it at all. But it, that's just that's the fun of it, I guess, you know? It's fucking, it's awesome, dude. And and Freeman, I gotta say, dude, always holding it down, always repping, always bringing on the coolest guests for ZombieCast oh, and Knuckleballer. You, man. man, dude, much love. And, uh, dude, I thank you for everything. And I don't get a chance to talk to you one-on-one. So let's be telling like Brink and, and Mike, Mike in here for a second. And I'm not drinking. This isn't happening dude, right you, now. You, you, Knuckleball's connected a lot of good people, man. I, you know, 
It's something that knuckleball. Knuckleball is what got me to Sean. That's the first podcast I ever listened to was knuckleball. So you got the Sean. You got the Sean. That's yep. that's that's incredible. But, 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 I mean, knuckleball has been a gift to all of us, man. You know, it's uh, I'm blessed, yeah. man, for all of you guys for uh, for the sport and stuff. But you can find me on Twitter.com/slash/FreemanDaddy5, and then uh, my other shows, which is ZombieCast.net, uh, the official Zombie Research Society Radio, and then Knuckleball Radio, all here. Or not here, all on the All Games Radio Network. And uh, it's pretty awesome, man. Th- thanks for hanging out tonight, guys. It, it was awesome. Me and Caldwell. It always was, is. Was, it, yeah. it, it was going to just be a, you know, a one-sword fight, but you guys made it a quad-sword fight. Sword <laughs> fight! <laughs> pop, 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 pop. <laughs> As did you would say, is. peace out, Brussels sprouts. Yeah, yeah, but, but on the mighty, the mighty social dozen. We call it a network. We got Mr. Bowden himself, Mr. Mike Caldwell, Mr. Iams, and myself, Freeman Daddy Five. We call episode twelve, session twelve of the Social Dozen a total rob. So, somebody's got a wiki something. Wiki it. Good night, Social Dozen. What are our listeners called? The the D's. The D's. That's what I'm calling. The D's. All right. Thanks, D's. Go leave us a review on the iTunes. It's everywhere. Player FM. Tune in wherever you can hear us. Uh, go leave us a review. But uh, we're out. 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 Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.